What's up, y'all? It's B. Daniels with another edition of Dangerous Sports Talk. It's an early day for me, so I'm going to have to get three subjects out of the way today. One is going to be that long, which is going to be the Lakers versus Celtics game. I'm just going to start out by saying Jayla Brown pretty much dropped 40 on him, and the Lakers had to scramble to try to get the lead back late in the fourth quarter. They didn't, they lost, and that was that. Now, I did hear some shocking news yesterday when I was out. I think I was at work. Yeah, I was at work. And word came in that Mr. LaMarcus Aldridge announced his retirement after 16 seasons in the NBA. And the Nets literally just signed him, like not even a full month ago. And now you're retiring from the game. And he pretty much had like health underlying health issues. And the basketball fan in me is like, well, damn, like you literally just got here. Like, why not play it out? But the human side says he's choosing himself first. He's choosing his health over a potential longer career because that's the same issue that claimed the life of Mr. Greg Lewis former brought from that damn former Boston Celtic former NBA all-star and he was like people looked at him to carry the torch after Larry Bird retired into the 90s but Instead of choosing his health, he lost his life because he wanted to keep playing. Now, Grant's like, I'm not judging nobody. Like, do what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? But when you're faced with a health issue that's going to be debilitating to your livelihood in playing basketball, you have to make the decision if playing is worth passing at an early age or do you want to live your life knowing that you did all you could as a basketball player. And that's what LaMarcus Aldridge did. Because I want to say he has like a heart condition of some sort. Yeah. He has a heart condition. And he, when he found that out, he's like, ah, oh, fuck that. I've had a pretty good run. Because he was good in Portland and in San Antonio, of course. And at this stage when he was in Brooklyn, not that long, of course, he was kind of on, like, his last leg, so to speak. Because I didn't expect the LaMarcus Aldridge of old. Like, I didn't expect even the Spurs um, version of him. Now, damn sure I didn't expect the Portland version of him. But he did what he was supposed to do as a basketball player, and he fulfilled damn near everything that he could while he was in the league. And that's all you can ask for. As a stats junkie, I love looking like at where he stood, not even among the greats, but overall. Like he had, like the only thing that I really paid attention to was the fact that he had 19,000 overall points. Now, some players play longer than that and barely reach 5,000 points or 10,000 points for that matter. So, even though it's saddening the way he's going out, I'm very glad that he's choosing himself 
his health and his life over playing basketball any longer. Now, the main reason I'm doing this video, I'm sorry, doing this episode, is yes, also yesterday, where it came in that the person who was going to be inducting Kobe into the Hall of Fame is Michael Jordan. Obviously, it's the most fitting thing to do because I was really, really trying to think, like, yo, who would be right to really induct Kobe? First, I was thinking, like, maybe Phil. Then I'm like, no, not really. Then I'm, I thought possibly Shaq. But then I'm like, okay. We know their well-documented history. The Shaq and Kobe beef, them being teammates, blah, 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 whatever. But I'm like... Maybe Shaq, but I'm like, I can't really see it. Like, anybody who knows about this subject knows what I'm talking about. It's like, you can see it, but you can't see it. But I guess the closest thing to Kobe's mindset and personality would be Michael. Because we all know that Kobe wanted to breathe the same spirit of the game that Michael brought to his generation, basketball players. I know I'm going to enjoy it, and I love Michael Jordan dearly. And all of my close friends know that I am a huge Jordan head. But the only gripe that I have with this, and I'm sure a lot of people feel this way, is that Michael's giving the speech, but Kobe can't be here to do it. Like, that, like it just keeps the wound open, you know, because Kobe Bryant's death is something that I still have not fathomed yet. I have not completely got it through my head yet, and it's been over a year that he and Gianna are gone. Like, it's almost as bad as when Michael Jackson passed for me. And I still haven't grasped that either. So, trying to even get it through my head that Kobe isn't here, it still doesn't sit right with me, and it never will sit right with me. Because... You, as a basketball fan, it's like you see exactly what's going to happen for your favorite players after basketball. You see the Hall of Fame speech. You hear the crowd cheering. You see the looks of admiration from the crowd. You see their family in the crowd. And you see your favorite basketball player talking about his ride in the NBA, what basketball means to him, and what it means to be finally in the Hall of Fame. That's what I was expecting to hear. I was expecting to feel all the emotions I would have felt had this actually happened while he was here. But then to get kind of the modified version of it, it's gonna sting. It's definitely gonna sting a lot of people still. And I know it's gonna sting me because like I said, you, like, you're always happy. I'm always happy to hear from Michael Jordan, you know what I'm saying? Because it's Michael Jordan, of course. But just knowing that Kobe isn't here, it's definitely going to bring out those same raw emotions that I had when he first. So, Michael is the most fitting person to do Kobe's speech and induction thing. And 
I want to say the ceremony is in May. It's sometime in May. I want to say like May 15th or something or other, but overall, despite the circumstances, I'm still excited to see what's going to happen in the Hall of Fame ceremony because you got Kobe being inducted, you got KG being inducted by Isaiah Thomas, and you got Tim Duncan being inducted by his former teammate, David Robinson. Now, that's a totally different show in, in itself because we know David Robinson had talent out the ass. Freak of nature. That Navy body didn't go nowhere throughout his career. And he could score his ass off and play his ass off. But he didn't start winning until Timmy got there. And that's one thing that people really don't hold against the Admiral because they say, oh, well, Jordan didn't start winning until Shaq got there. What, really? Wow. Five, six, seven, eight. People will say that Michael didn't start winning until Scotty got there. People will say, well, Shaq didn't start winning until he teamed up with Kobe and Kobe started to grow. But no one will ever hold the fact that David Robinson never, ever got to the championship round or to the NBA finals until Tim Duncan was drafted. And that's the fucking truth. Because Tim Duncan was one of those rare players that played all four years of college, so he had the fundamentals. And he was ready for the NBA when he got drafted to the to the Spurs. And David Robinson, I believe, was injured that season. Yeah, I think he was hurt that season. So when he came back, and what he found was a seasoned rookie who was already ready for the pros, had the fundamentals down, had the mentality down, and the Spurs didn't start winning until Tim Duncan got there and David Robinson got his rings. So, it's going to be interesting to see. And KG, everybody, like, we all got to love KG. And it kept, people say that Kevin Garnett is an asshole or whatever, but I seen when his birthday was and he's a Taurus. So, I understand Kevin Garnett a hell of a lot better than I did before. So... It's like when you strip away somebody's persona of what they think of you and you really look at the person for who they are, they start to look different to you. And you start to understand their mindsets more. You begin to understand their personalities more because you have that in you as well. So I get KG a hell of a lot more than I used to. And this Hall of Fame ceremony, hmm, it's going to be a bittersweet one. It's definitely going to be a bittersweet one, but I'm going to look forward to seeing what these guys are going to say and how everything is going to be received. Alright, I'm going to leave things right here. I just had to get this show out the way. Thank you guys so much for your continued love and your support. Yes, the Lakers lost to Boston. They deserve that loss more than anything. And I'm going to leave things right here. You guys have a good day.